from iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Itchy Man CD, The Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Now, I'm not just a world-traveled professional wrestler and the man with the perfect shaped head to be bald for the rest of his life. I'm also the head of talent relations for All Elite Wrestling. And as such, I am not allowed to lie. It's in my contract. So when I tell you that Mike DeNiro and the Wrestling DeLorean podcast is available every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you know I'm telling you the truth. Now, Mike talks about classic WWF, WCW, ECW, and TNA reviews, as well as doing modern news for AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, New Japan, and all the things that are happening in the world of professional wrestling today. So why don't you give it a listen and just remember that Christopher Daniels was the one that sent you, and uh, enjoy the podcast. Take care, everyone. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. Welcome, everybody, to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro. Today, we have episode 267 for you guys, and it's going to be a big episode. We're talking about the November 24th, 1997 Raw is War. But before we get into all of that, I got to thank all my fans from all over the world. Thank you so much for joining us today. 
for the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Thank you for everybody who hits that subscribe button here on the Circle of Debate. Shout out to everybody already in the chats. I got my homie Devin in the house. Throw up the ones for the Tribal Chief. We got the homie Tim King in the house. What up, homie? Appreciate you being here, y'all. Like I said, we got a lot of special, you know, things to talk about. Got a big announcement. We're going to talk about that, too. But before we get there, I want to thank all my fans from all over the world. Um, I mentioned it on the Instagram. On the Instagram. Look at me. I sound like an old man. I mentioned it on Instagram about a week ago that this month made it officially. Uh, what was it? Uh, all not seven continents, obviously, because not Antarctica, but six continents in the world are now downloading the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. So I'm going to give a shout-out to all the countries besides the United States, including the United States, I mean, that is downloading and subscribing and listening to the Wrestling DeLorean podcast because without you, there is no me. I appreciate you all. So big shout-out to the United States of America, the United Kingdom, Philippines, India, Germany, Russia, Spain, Ireland, Canada, Kenya, Mexico, Australia, Pakistan, Belgium, France, Poland, Peru, uh, Guatemala, Iceland, Jamaica, Bosnia, Ecuador, Italy, and Switzerland. Thank you, all of you guys, for joining, and thank you for always showing love and riding with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. I appreciate you all. Shout out to my homie Nick in the building. What up, homie? Hey, yo, De Niro, what's good? He feels so good to be back. It's been a long time since I had a fucking podcast. It's been about, like, two weeks. A lot of crazy changes, a lot of life, you know, ex- Things that you don't expect to happen, they just fucking happen. You got to roll with the punches. But I am here. What up, Justin? I appreciate you being here, homie. So, big announcement before we, you know, get into the show today. I want to say that starting next Monday here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, we're going to be taking a whole new journey, and we're going to be talking about the, well, it's still going to be about Raw, still going to be about the Attitude Era, but we're going to be jumping up into a time period that is one of my favorite time periods, and that is the time period of the Invasion. We're going to start the journey with the WWE Monday Night Raw where Vince McMahon announces the purchase of WCW and we'll be going forward with WrestleMania 17 and everything thereafter. And I will be joined here with a new co-host on Monday nights only, my homie from my rap group, the Lords of Gotham, King Huey, who also is very much in love with this time period of professional wrestling. This is the time period that a lot of people shit on, but for some reason growing up, I fucking loved it. I fucking love Stone Cold Steve Austin's heel turn. I fucking loved WrestleMania 17, my favorite fucking WrestleMania of all time. And I really love the invasion angle. I don't know why. A lot of people shit on it. I really love it. And I'm going to share that love with you guys and maybe get into some debates because I know it is one of the biggest missed opportunities in wrestling history. But when I was fucking eight years old watching it, I thought it was the coolest shit ever. So hopefully I feel the same way as I go and relive it. But we shall see. Shout out Brian Cook in the building. I have acquired my competition. I own WCW. Exactly. I can't wait to talk all about that. Before we get into today's topic, which is Monday Night Raw from November 24th, 1997, got to give a big shout out to my sponsors at Manscaped.com. Hit that promo code DeLorean, capital D-E-L-O-R-E-A-N, for 20% off site-wide, no matter what it is. It could be the most expensive product. It It could be the cheapest product. But whatever you want to get from Manscaped.com, put in that promo code DeLorean and get 20% off. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. Fucking your balls will thank you. Clean up a little down there. And if you're going to clean up down there, 20% off. Why not? Ladies and gentlemen, let's cut the chit-chat. That was, that was a super long intro. Fucking six minutes. Let's cut the chit-chat. Let's get right into it. 
Best intro in wrestling history. Best intro. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the November 24th Raw is War from 1997. Raw is about to close out in 1997, then there's still one pay-per-view left on the calendar year for Monday Night Raw in the WWF, and that is In Your House, D-Generation X. You're on the road to In Your House, DX, and it's shaping up to be a very interesting show, especially with the main event being Ken Shamrock, the world's most dangerous man, going up against the HBK, Shawn Michaels, we also have last week with Triple H attacking Sergeant Slaughter, who is the commissioner of the WWF, setting up a boot camp matchup. Why is this on loop? My bad, y'all. Setting up a boot camp matchup at the pay-per-view. And also last week, the New Age Outlaws became the number one contenders. And on this episode, the New Age Outlaws will be going against the Lord, the Legions of Doom, the Road Warriors, for the tag team champions. It's going to be a doozy of a matchup. Let's get into the show right now. Wait, wait. Before we do, we got my boy Kofi Wheatston in the building. Dirty Heels approved. I appreciate you being here, homie. Let's get into this right now. Raw starts off with Harvey Whippleman, who is dressed up like Rick Rude, comes out and he says that he is here to bring out D-Generation X. Jim Ross says Rick Rude shrunk. This is one week after... Rick Rude appeared on both Monday Night Raw and on WCW on the same night. So he's no longer with DX, obviously. He's now a part of WCW and the NWO. Shawn Michaels and Triple H make fun of this situation by having Harvey Whippleman play the new Rick Rude, a smaller, shrunk-down version of Rick Rude. And basically, they come out and they say that Rick Rude was not anything special in D-Generation X. He was easily replaceable, like you see right here. We have the new Rick Rude. Harvey Whippleman, he puts his hands up. He's cheering with DX, and then out of nowhere, we all saw it coming. Shawn Michaels hits the super kick. Triple H hits the pedigree, and Rick Rude is out of here. So Rick Rude, well, not Rick Rude. Rick Rude is officially out of here. The character Rick Rude's out of here. Harvey Whippleman, who was a member of D-Generation X for a whole three minutes, is out of here. Uh, DX is now officially just Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and China. Shawn Michaels says that he hasn't been able to sleep since Survivor Series 1997. Brett and him have their differences, but never did he think it would come down to what happened. Never did he think it would come down to the Montreal screw job, something that he would have never agreed to if he knew this is why I was going to play out going into the matchup. This was breaking a lot of fourth walls, so I was very you know, curious on where he was going with this. Shawn Michaels says that he wants the world to know that he takes full responsibility full responsibility for what happened though. And he says that what happened at Survivor Series was unfair, shouldn't have happened, and let it be known that the... Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. 
Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We just just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Contract for Brett the Hitman Hart doesn't exactly expire until November 30th, which is six days from today. So under contract, Bret Hart still is obligated to wrestle for the WWF. So he says tonight, just to show his old foe respect, he wants to have one more match. Mono e mano, Shawn Michaels versus Bret the Hitman Hart tonight. Everyone thought that Bret Hart's last match was Survivor Series 1997, but it is indeed not. It's going down tonight. A rematch from Survivor Series, a rematch from Montreal, Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart for the WWF World Championship. Going to be very, very interesting to see how they play that one out, being that Bret Hart split. Bret Hart's nowhere to be seen in the building. Jim Cornette and JR on commentary like, we haven't seen Bret Hart since Montreal. Where the fuck would he be if he was going to be wrestling for the world championship tonight here on Monday Night Raw? Kofi says, shortest fraction member ever. Yes, definitely. Harvey Whippleman was a member of DX for a whole three minutes. WWF Tag Team Championship match. We already talked about the New Age Outlaws are the number one contenders. They're going against the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, who are your tag team champions. This was a pretty interesting matchup. The New Age Outlaws come out with the LOD spikes, shoulder pads on. They call LOD the last of the dinosaurs, and they said that if you want dinosaurs, they're going to kick LOD and the Road Warriors back to WCW with the rest of the dinosaurs. Um, JR promotes, for some reason, it was very random, but he promotes ECW's November to Remember pay-per-view, which he said is this Sunday, 
Don't forget to tune into ECW's pay-per-view. We, we covered the November to remember 1997 pay-per-view on the show a couple months ago. So check out that review here on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. But really interesting to see JR give a shout-out to ECW's pay-per-view. And he did say, though, when you tune in, just know that this is not a family-friendly event like the WWF is. Um, match starts off. The Legion of Doom are just taking it to the New Age Outlaws pretty quickly in this matchup. Uh, Road Dog hits Road Warrior Hawk with a belt behind the referee's back for a two-count. Referee gets knocked down pretty quickly in the matchup. Within like the first two minutes, the referee is knocked down by Animal during a hot tag. The Legion of Doom go for the Doomsday device. Road Dog nails Animal with the chair. Billy does the victory roll on Animal, and Hawk chases Road Dog out to chase him down for the chair. But while Hawk is distracted chasing Road Dog, like I said, Billy has the victory roll on Animal. One, two, three. We got new champions of the WWF, the new age outlaws, the team that everybody counted out, the team that everybody thought was just two jobbers and was not going to amount to shit, just beat, quite frankly, one of the most legendary tag teams in wrestling history in the Road Warriors to become your new world heavyweight tag team champions. New age outlaws, they take the belt and they just hightail it all the way out of the arena. They take those titles and just run right to the parking lot hop into the limo, and they just pull off. But as their limo is pulling off, a limo is pulling up. Who's in the limo? We'll find out. It is, at this point, it is predicted that that person in the limo is none other than Brit the Hitman Hart. Sergeant Slaughter comes out. Remember last week he was attacked by Triple H. Sergeant Slaughter is out with his, his old uh, military hat. He says that he is back to the old Sergeant Slaughter. He's no longer the commissioner of the WWF. He officially makes the pay-per-view match between him and Triple H a boot camp match. Sergeant Slaughter cuts a hell of a promo here. Like people don't typically think Sergeant Slaughter is a good a good promo. There's a lot of you know gimmick to it, a lot of maggot. I'm going to stretch you out, maggot. But I recommend checking out this promo. It was more of a real, a real life promo, talking more to the man and not the character. Because Triple H, he brought up Sergeant Slaughter's wife. He brought up Sergeant Slaughter's daughter. So as a man, Sergeant Slaughter had to talk to this man. You know what I mean? So I think that there was an interesting promo. Um, Next, we have the next round of the light heavyweight tournament. It is Brian Christopher versus Flash Flanagan, who I never heard of. But uh, Flash must have been a flash in the pan. You know, whatever. Uh, Brian Christopher wins with the Tennessee Jam. Pretty quick matchup. It is obvious that we're going to be getting... Probably Brian Christopher versus Takamishinoku in the finals of this tournament because those are the two wrestlers that have been pushed to the top by the WWF at this time. Devin says, I forgot Slaughter was commissioner. Yeah, Slaughter was commissioner for a short, short time period at this time. This is when, uh, you remember the promo? We, we talked about it last week where DX had like the fucking face shield masks while Sergeant Slaughter was like cutting a promo on them because he was always spitting. Um, yeah, he was a pro, he was a good antagonist to DX, especially being like trying to be that straight and narrow walk the line guy. And DX is over here doing cross chops and suck it. You had like tradition versus this new attitude that the WWF was promoting. It was a good foil for DX. So I, I thought that it was a really interesting mix and I can't wait to see what Sergeant Slaughter and Triple H pull off at the pay-per-view. Next Triple H and DX comes back out. Triple H says that Sergeant Slaughter is cutting the same old shtick that he's been doing for the last 25 years. 
and he said that Sergeant Slaughter does not scare anybody. He used to watch Sergeant Slaughter as a little kid, but Sergeant Slaughter does not scare him now. He does not scare anybody. So you could talk all that big rah-rah at the pay-per-view. He's still going to be taken out by D-Generation X. And then Triple H doubles down and says he's still going to walk out with Sergeant Slaughter's wife. Damn. Anyway, uh, he says that uh, – Sorry. He, by the way, he also calls – the whole time he doesn't say Sergeant Slaughter, he calls him G.I. Jane instead of G.I. Joe. Uh, Tr- Triple H then gives the mic to Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels says the wait is over. Enough play, enough time for the time for talk is done. It is time for the final showdown between HBK and Bret Hart here in I forgot where they are here in I think it was Pennsylvania. Um, it's going to be the final showdown. The crowd's still at shock after the Montreal screw job. There was, you know, no word of Bret Hart still being under contract. And now we have Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. What's going to happen here? Bret Hart's music hits, and out comes a little person. Out comes a fun-sized Bret Hart, a dwarf Bret Hart. And we all could have saw this coming. We all knew it was not going to happen. We all knew Montreal was going to be the last time we see Bret Hart. So Shawn Michaels, three weeks after Survivor Series 1997, he's still making the mockery of Bret Hart. Out comes a little mini Brett, and Shawn Michaels basically hits him with the switching music. Then Shawn Michaels then puts the sharpshooter on mini Brett, and Bret Hart screams with agonizing pain that he quits. He screams that Shawn Michaels is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Shawn Michaels just still throwing salt in the wounds, but out comes the brother-in-law of Bret Hart, man who is officially still signed to the WWF. Out comes Jim the Anvil Nightheart. He comes out. He wants revenge for what DX did to Bret Hart in Montreal. But before he could lay hands on Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels grabs the mic and says, wait a minute. Why are you defending a man who left you high and dry? Why are you defending a man who left you here to fend for yourself when you were a part of a team with him, like the Hart Foundation? He says that Triple H and Shawn Michaels could give the opportunities to Jim the Anvil Nightheart that Bret Hart never gave him. So Shawn Michaels says, you know, as Owen is at home distraught, as British Bulldog is getting surgery, as Bret Hart left his fucking, you know, team and his family to go to the WCW, he says that it's time that Anvil steps up and becomes the man that we all know he could be. He says, why don't you join D-Generation next? And he gives Anvil to the end of the night to answer the call. Will you join DX or not? It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I mean, we all know he doesn't, but as of right now, Jim the Anvil Nightheart has quite the ultimatum. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Next, we have the number one contender for the world heavyweight champion, Ken Shamrock. He goes against Savio Vega. This was a pretty solid match. Before we get into it. What up, homie? Padakin? Padakin, I appreciate you being here. Thank you for being here, yeah. We have uh, Savio Vega versus Ken Shamrock. Like I said, Ken Shamrock is the number one contender. Solid matchup. Both guys had really good chemistry with each other. Uh, During the matchup, Miguel Perez from the Boricuas, he attacks Ken Shamrock from behind, behind the referee's back. Savio Vega gets a lot of offense in, which was a bit of a surprise to me. I thought they were going to just have Ken Shamrock run through Savio on his way to Brett. Well, on his way to Shawn Michaels at the pay-per-view. Um, Shamrock makes a comeback. He hits a her Karana, then a belly-to-belly. And then he puts the ankle lock with a victory. 
Really fun matchup. I enjoyed it. These guys have really good chemistry. So check out this matchup because it was surprising. Shout out, Courtney. I appreciate you being here, sis. Thank you. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We just don't don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Next up, we got Stone Cold Steve Austin, who arrives to the arena. Nation of Domination, they make their way to the ring. Remember the last week, The Rock, he snatched and stole the Intercontinental Champion from Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he's walking around claiming he's the real IC Champion. Nation of Domination come out, The Rock grabs the mic, and he calls himself the People's Champion, which is the first time we hear him call himself that. He calls himself a real IC Champion and says that DX... At in your house, DX, he will face Stone Cold Steve Austin, but it will be on his terms. And then all of a sudden, the lights go out. Then the lights flicker back on. And then The Rock says, all right, you know, we got to get it together. Uh, put the lights on. Then he starts talking again. He says, at in your house, degeneration. And then the mic goes out. So he's like, at the, and the microphone is just like bugging. I'm thinking it's just technical difficulties. JR even says that this is a new arena, new Newly, freshly opened arena. So, of course, there's going to be technical difficulties. There's wiring problems. They're really playing this off really well. And then The Rock then says, what the hell's going on? The lights go back out. They go back on, and they show on the Titantron that Stone Cold Steve Austin is in the production truck, fucking with The Rock, messing with the lights, messing with the microphone, just to piss The Rock off. The Rock says that it doesn't matter what he does because this just shows that Stone Cold Steve Austin is immature and doesn't deserve to hold a prestigious title like the IC champion. Stone Coast Steve Austin then leaves the control room. 
He says the Rock's ass belongs to him, and then the Rock is looking at the Tron, thinking that Stone Cold is talking to him and his live feed, but it's not a live feed because Stone Cold Steve Austin is in the crowd. He runs into the ring from behind. He attacks uh, the Rock. The Rock bails. Nation of Domination and Stone Cold Steve Austin are all fighting. Steve Austin hits a stunner on Farouk. He hits a stunner on Kama Mustafa, and then he hits the stunner on D'Lo Brown. But The Rock still hightails it, and he still is in possession of the Intercontinental Champion. Can't wait for the first showdown between Rocky Maivia and Stone Cold Steve Austin at In Your House Degeneration X. We next get a video, which is a commercial, and it is the very first time that this new era of WWF is being referred to as the Attitude Era. It says, WWF, feel the attitude. Really cool to see that they're officially going to be joining the fucking, you know, 21st century, well, the 20th century here, because as WCW was out having edgy television, as ECW was out ed- having edgy television, WWF was still cut and dry trying to be a family-friendly product. So it's cool to see that they're finally going to fucking, you know, give a little edge to this product. Uh, backstage, we have Goldust, who is now with Luna Vashon, no longer with Marlena. He's now with Luna Vashon. He is cutting a promo on Vader for some reason. Vader comes and he confronts him, and then Goldust throws alcohol in Vader's eye. This was also right before it was announced that Shawn Michaels will be facing Vader later on tonight for the WWF Championship because Sergeant Slaughter was pissed off that Shawn Michaels made a mockery out of his matchup with Bret Hart. So it will be Vader versus Shawn Michaels, but Goldust just blinded Vader. So what's going to happen in the main event tonight? It was announced last week that it's going to be Jeff Jarrett's day, well, re-debut in the WWF on this episode of Raw. And that's what we're supposed to get. We're supposed to get from the DOA Crush going against Jeff Jarrett. Crush comes out, but there's no Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett says that he isn't going to wrestle until Vince McMahon meets his contractual demands. He said that I was promised bottled water in my uh, locker room. There's no bottled water. I was offered tap. He said I was offered M&Ms in my locker room. There was no M&Ms. He said I got Skittles. And he said I was offered a hot meal and I was offered a salad. He said under my contract, I was uh, told I would have a hot meal and was offered a salad when I got to the venue. So therefore, since my contractual demands were not met, I will not be wrestling tonight. So now Crush is in the ring. Crush raises hands. They announce that Crush wins the match by forfeit, but then lights go out. Out comes the big red machine, Kane. Kane takes out Crush with a huge choke slam and then a tombstone. And then once again, we have Paul Bear on the mic saying that they will continue to run through the whole roster of the WWF superstars until Undertaker answers the call and wrestles his brother one on one. One of the officials that also got chokeslammed was legendary wrestler Gerald Briscoe. So everyone was flipping out that Kane put his hands on a WWE official when he took Gerald Briscoe out with the chokeslam. Main event time, we got Big Van Vader versus Shawn Michaels. Vader is out. He's bandaged up. He got his eye bandaged. He had alcohol thrown in his eye by Goldust. Uh, Shawn Michaels comes out. We have the newest member of DX, apparently. Because they come out with Jim the Anvil Nightheart. So I guess Jim the Anvil Nightheart answers the call and he is a part of DX. So we have Shawn Michaels, Anvil, Triple H, and China come out to the ring. This was a very, very quick matchup. You know it's going to be quick when you look on the Peacock and it says that there's two minutes left in the show. And you got fucking entrances still. Um, Real quick, Vader 
starts off the match hot. He hits Shawn Michaels with a lot of clubbing blows early on in the match. And then instantly, China distracts the referee while Jim DeAndre Nightheart he hits uh, Vader with a clothesline. Then he leaves the ring. Triple H throws coffee in Vader's eye, his other eye, so his good eye. And then Shawn Michaels hits two sweet chin musics for the victory. The heels go into the ring. They all raise their hand. You have Shawn Michaels, Anvil, and Triple H raising their hand high. But little does Anvil know, China is behind Anvil. She drops to the knees. Boom. Low blow on Anvil. It was all a ruse. Once again, it was just a way to throw salt on the wound to the Heart Foundation because Shawn Michaels and Triple H never wanted Anvil as a part of Degeneration X. It was just to get at the heart. So one last time, Shawn Michaels hits the super kick and Triple H hits the pedigree onto Jim the Anvil Nightheart. And Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and China raise their hands to end the show. What a show. What a show. Things are definitely starting to heat up as we go into uh, the next and last pay-per-view of 1997 in your house, Degeneration X where it will be Ken Shamrock, the world's most dangerous man, taking on Shawn Michaels for the World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, like I said, things are getting good. I really like where they're going with The Rock and Stone Cold. I like what they're doing with Ken Shamrock and Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels being the biggest prick in fucking wrestling. I like what they're doing with Sergeant Slaughter and Triple H. I like what they're doing with the Legion of Doom and the New Age Outlaws. A lot of good shit going on right now, and I really appreciate it. That's why... That's why I just want to clarify when I start this new journey next Monday where I'm talking about the invasion angle of the WWF, it does not mean I'm necessarily going to stop talking about the attitude error. I'm going to have two separate segments. We're going to be talking about both errors. You know, it might get a little confusing, but I'm not going to fucking give up talking about the attitude error right before the attitude error starts. So that's not going to happen. We're going to just have fun talking about whatever, you know, I want to fucking talk about. We're going to be talking about a lot of different eras. And that's why it's called the Wrestling DeLorean. Because we're going to hop into DeLorean and go back in time wherever we want to go and talk about a bunch of different timelines. Courtney says, who you got tonight? Bucks or the Cowgirls? I will go with the Bucks. Sorry. I'm a Giants fan. And that means I will never go for the fucking Cowboys. So, and I'm guessing you're going for the Bucks too because you didn't call them Cowboys. You call them the Cowgirls. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Expressing your love can look many different ways. And with the right jewelry gift from Blue Nile, it can truly sparkle. Blue Nile's collection of classic diamond jewelry makes for the kind of gift that speaks volumes without saying a single word. Or switch things up with a sapphire piece sure to spark conversation. Either way, Blue Nile's diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Express yourself with Blue Nile, the original online jeweler, at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
So definitely go Bucks. Um, yeah, you know, I, I definitely enjoyed this episode of Raw. I hope everyone enjoyed it too. And I hope everyone enjoys Raw in the modern day tonight because it is Monday Night Raw. Um, we're two weeks away from the Royal Rumble. Should be a really good show. A lot of interesting news coming out of WWF last week with the possible sell, the rumors of a, uh, of a sale to Saudi Arabia. You had Stephanie step down as the CEO. A lot of interesting shit, but the on-air product is all that matters to me, and it has been hot and heavy. I cannot wait for the Royal Rumble. Going to be really exciting. I'll be here Wednesday with a new review for ECW. We'll be talking about ECW Hardcore TV and all the fallout from ECW's pay-per-view, the Hardcore Heaven 1998. Uh, It's going to be really awesome because the main event for the ECW FCW champion is going to be Bam Bam Bigelow versus Sabu versus Taz in a three-way. And Rob Van Dam defends his TV championship against Lance Storm. It's going to be an awesome, awesome night. Don't want to miss that. So tune in here on Wednesday on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. We're back Thursday with a new episode of The Circle of Debate. And then back again on Friday, we'll be talking about Ring of Honor, Night of Appreciation, where we have Eddie Guerrero defending his WWF IC title in Ring of Honor in 2002, teaming up, well, going against the Amazing Red, and then teaming up with the Amazing Red later that night to go against SAT. Also on that show, we have the Ring of Honor debut of the phenomenal AJ Styles as he goes against Low Key. Really cool show. We'll be talking all about that on Friday. And then back here on Monday, like I said, I'll be joined by my homie. We got Lords of Gotham member, King Huey. Check out the Lords of Gotham. We'll be talking about the night that Vince McMahon purchased WCW and Shane McMahon and Vince McMahon on the simulcast, all that crazy shit, all the fallout going into WrestleMania 17. Don't want to miss that. I love you guys. I hope you guys had a great, great time going back in time to November 24th, 1997. Hit that subscribe button. A lot of content coming out of this channel. Hit that subscribe button. I love you guys. All my fans from all over the world. Thank you so much for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Without you, there is no me. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I love you guys. Have a good night. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Columbia Sportswear. It's snowing again, and that wind chill is killer. But you're not worried about that because you shop the Omni Heat Infinity Collection. It's warmth perfected with tiny gold dots that reflect your body heat inside and protect you from the cold outside. No snow or chilly temps can stop you now. Go out anyway. Shop the Omni Heat Infinity Collection now at Columbia.com slash infinity.